in this third lab on Romans 9, we're going to focus on Paul's saying, I could wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, and what he means by that word could. And we're going to focus on these list of privileges that he says these Israelites have and what function that list has in Paul's argument. Father, I pray that as we take up this enormous expression of love from the Apostle Paul for his fallen brothers and kinsmen according to the flesh, that you would give us a heart like his and help us to understand the remarkable heights from which the Jewish people have fallen and how Paul is dealing with that. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. The main point of Romans 9, 1-5 we've seen is that Jews as a whole, as an ethnic people, seem to be, are, in Paul's understanding, accursed and cut off from Christ. That's why Paul is willing to take their place. But I just want to underline that fact for all Bible interpretation that the main point of any paragraph is not the only authoritative point and certainly not the only valuable point, indeed not the only life and death point. So if somebody, if you see something in a paragraph that's really there, it's really there and necessarily implied and necessarily taught, but it's not the main point, and somebody minimizes it and tries to sideline it by saying, but the main point is this, say, just grant them, okay, it's not the main point. It's just a true point. It's a point on which your life may hang. So I just want to underline that for your own interpretation that we're dealing here with a couple of non-main points that are of life and death significance. And the first one is, what, what does Paul mean? by saying, I could wish. Behind that is is a Greek tense of a verb that you can see in English. It's it's an imperfect, which means ongoing action, which means it, it was moving toward completion and it was stopped and couldn't be completed. And so Paul is wishing that he could do this, be accursed and cut off from Christ to take the place of his kinsman and something is intervening. And so he says, I could wish, I could wish that I could carry it through. What's what's stopping him? Well, the first thing that's stopping him is, is what he just said in the preceding paragraph. I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. In other words, the covenant that God has made with his people in Christ cannot be broken such that they would be cut off from the love of Christ. And so when Paul says he could wish to be accursed and cut off from Christ, he could wish it he knows it can't happen because of a covenant. And the second reason that it can't happen is because it's a built-in contradiction. If Paul were to uh, love his kinsmen this much and to esteem and value and exalt Christ this much as to be willing to want them to be with 
Christ in his glory and escape the the curse of hell, then Paul himself would be the kind of person for whom hell does not exist. Hell would not be hell if it had in it people who love God supremely and love people that much. So here in Romans 8.28, we know that those who love God, like that especially, like that, all things work together for good. They don't go to hell. Everything works together for good. We've already had that promise. And so Paul is expressing an extraordinary love here, but we live in a universe where God has set things up in such a way that people who love God that much and who love people that much will never be accursed. And so he could only wish it, and he can't carry it through. Now, Paul's anguish, his sorrow and his unceasing anguish that's in his heart because of how how cursed and cut off from Christ his Jewish kinsmen are, is, is intense, not only because they're his kinsmen, but according, according to the fact that, that uh, they have fallen from such high privileges. And I just want to ask, is there any way we can see pattern in these privileges? Look at the list. They are Israelites. And then I think he spells out some details of what that means. To them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, the promises. And then he breaks it off and puts these next two privileges in a class by themselves, perhaps um, as bookends. To them belong the patriarchs. So Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So we could put patriarchs back here at the beginning, and here at the end, Messiah. And from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, the Messiah, who is God over all. So God, Messiah. And these others, the adoption, would fit in the middle here. At at the Exodus, they were adopted. Out of Egypt have I called my son. At the Exodus, they received special revelations of the glory of God on Mount Sinai, and, and it came down into the tabernacle. They received a special covenant at Mount Sinai at the Exodus. They received the giving of the law for how to live in that covenant. They received a special way of worshiping God at Mount Sinai at the Exodus, and they received extraordinary promises to carry them through to the message. Messianic age. So it seems to me that at least we can say verse 5 gives the kind of bookends of the privileges, Messiah and patriarchs. This is the deepest foundation, the Abrahamic covenant, and this is the goal and consummation of it all. And in the middle were all these extraordinary privileges. And Paul had said that once before, hadn't he, back in chapter 3, where he said, what advantage then has the Jew? Or what value is circumcision? much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God, so they have the scriptures, and he never does finish the list there in chapter 3 to begin with. So where is that going? Well, that's going to be finished over here in chapter 9, verses 4 and 5. So the main point of this of this whole paragraph here is that Jews are, as, a, as an ethnic whole, not every single individual, since Paul himself was a Jew, 
but as an ethnic whole, they have rejected their Messiah. They're, they're accursed. They're cut off from Christ. Paul is brokenhearted about that, not only because they're his kinsmen, but because they have fallen from such privileges, which raises the crucial question, what about us? What about Romans 8 and all those promises made to us Christians? Are they going to stand if, if Israel has been cut off? Will we be cut off? Has the word of God fallen to Israel? And if it's fallen for Israel, it could fall for us. And that's where he tackles the issue of God's faithfulness in, in the next paragraph.